Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's Man on the Post. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and with me this week I have got uh, Ryan. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Very good, thank you very much. You had a good week? <clears throat> yeah, it's been good, actually. We're quite busy, but, you know, it's always the way. You are. You're busy with your IT, aren't I'm, you? Yeah, I'm a busy man these days. Like, everyone comes to, me move, comes to me with their problems. You're a mover and a shaker, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm probably just more of a shaker than a mover, but, you know... <laughs> Uh, and with us all the way from New York, we have got Jesse. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good. It sounds like Ryan is a is an IT therapist. If everyone comes to him with their problems. Oh yeah. Well, I normally right, just you, I just you sit down and like ask people how they're feeling about their computers. <laughs> no, someone comes up to me and they're like, "My my printer's not working," and I and I do that the IT crowd thing of saying, "Have you turned it off and on again?" And they go, "No," and I'm like, "Try that and come back in five minutes." Do you judge them now? Yeah. You roll your eyes. A little. I've been there almost three years. They should know by now that my response is going to be because I'll go over to someone. And they'll be like, "Shall I turn it off and on again?" I'm like, "Have you not done that already?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, Do you want to try it? Want your company. I don't think you I'm know, that maybe much they just of a want pleasure to, to, to be around. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't possibly comment on that. Well, that's where you're supposed to be. Oh no, Ryan, you're talking rubbish. But thanks, <laughs> for, that. thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> Well, there you go. there's Ryan there, crossed between uh, sort of Millhouse and uh, Lucy from Peanuts. Was it Lucy who's the therapist as well? Yeah, Lucy's the sister. No, it wasn't Lucy, was it? It was the dark-haired girl. What was her name? That's Lucy. Lucy, yes. It wasn't yeah. Sally was his sister, wasn't it? Oh, right. No, but isn't Lucy Charlie Brown's sister? No, that was Sally. Wait a second. Lucy had the dark hair. She was uh, Linus's sister. You know you're going to hear me Google now. Tap, tap, tap. This, is, this is a great football podcast. Charlie, well, they do play football, but it's the wrong football. They play baseball, don't they? I feel like they play football. Charlie Brown tried to kick the football, doesn't he? And then it gets taken away from him or something. Oh, yes. yeah. And he plays yeah. baseball and then he sort of goes flying through the air, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay, you are absolutely correct. Lucy is Linus's older sister. And she has a crush on Schroeder, and Sally is Charlie Brown's younger sister who has a crush on Linus. That's right. Look at the world going round and round. Schroeder is the piano player. Yes. That's right. I am not your sweet baboo. Remember Linus and his blankie? Aww. You grown out of yours yet, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Maybe another six months. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it up post-wedding. Oh, Which is getting closer. Too difficult. Too difficult. Getting... Or you could that could be like you know the ring bearer could could have the rings on the blankie instead of the pillow. That's a good idea. Too, oh so, yeah, yeah. I'll those from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass that on. It's getting closer, Ryan. Yeah, very close. Day by day. 
Yeah, <laughs> counting them down. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to be talking about the football that happened this week in the Premier League uh, and looking forward to the games that happened this weekend uh, and other bits and bobs and issues that have come up as well. So, uh, I'd say logically enough, the biggest game of the um, week was probably Manchester Derby. Manchester City nil, Manchester United nil. Um, I watched the highlights from this and it appears to be... Uh, were there highlights? I was, I was, that was going to be my question, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, uh, well, it appeared yeah, there to be... was. There was one. There was one in particular. Was, are you going to talk about Fellaini? Was that a highlight for anyone? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it seemed to be Manchester City and Sergio Aguero, the big bad wolves, knocking on the door, and um, they just couldn't get let in, could they? He hit the post. Raheem Sterling went close a couple of times. They, they um, I think he had nine shots in the end, didn't he? Which is the most anyone's had without scoring, or most he's ever had without scoring. And Gary Jesus had a goal disallowed game though this was like you know the first half was something like nine shots for city to one for united and i think had you taken rashford out of the equation it, it, that shot would have would have been non-existent uh yes they had 30.8 percent possession manchester united did which is the lowest since optus started compiling stats back in 2003 four um which is a long time ago isn't it I mean, what's fantastic is with that is uh, last week, uh, probably, probably was last week with Mourinho, he would have said, oh, about Chelsea, they don't play real football. Mm. They're too defensive. And it just, it just shows really, doesn't it, that he, he brought that style in. Yeah. It's, the, the, it's difficult for him to be like, oh, well, you know, 19th century football. The, I don't think either team, though, was at their best. This wasn't, I, I, you guys can disagree, but... Manchester City was not stellar. I think had they been playing against a team that was actually that would that were shooting more or capable of maintaining a little bit more possession, they would have been challenged a little bit more. But Aguero, you know, definitely was not finishing well. I think that Fernandinho was so stompy. Um, that is a technical term for somebody who fouls a lot. A word I've just invented. Um, and and they were just not sharp i don't know if anybody wants to like invent a stat on how many completed passes they had but this was not a manchester city team that was like super impressive it's not their sort of zip and vim and vigor they've got normally is it no they do not have any of those three things <laughs> I do think the next season they're going to be a frightening prospect. Gabby Jesus fit, who had that goal disallowed. Aguero, if he stays, you've got De Bruyne, Sterling, Sane, and of course, you've got um, Marlos Moreno next season as well, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, but what are you going to do in the back? Are you going to send Bravo off to pasture? Like, what are, you gonna, what are they going to do? They weren't Take, it, take him out him. back and shoot him in the head or something. <laughs> I mean, Put him out to stud. Like, where, what is going to happen? Because I don't know if he was only... Like, did we all think he was great because he had Barcelona in front of him? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, it appears like that, doesn't it? Um, he needs to rebuild that entire defence, really. I think they need a solid central midfielder as well. I mean, Fernandinho just doesn't seem at it for me. He is not impressing. He's had a lot of like yellow cards and red cards this season. Though. Yeah, always and a lot years. of near misses. I mean, there were there were a couple times in this derby that really could have could have been yellowish. I've heard from a Manchester United fan that Artemendi should have been off, but I've not seen that highlight. Apparently, he like closed by and fresh. Artemendi off. I mean, I, I don't. I would never have a problem with sending Artemendi off. Really. <laughs> 
Um, but listen, Otamendi and Sabaleta are, I don't think are the ever the sharpest or the best tacklers. And I think there's always a question when they go in how, about how, I don't think it's malicious. I think it's just not clean. Um, Zabaleta is 109 years old at this point. So I, I think what you're getting is just lack of pace with him. But I think with this Manchester City, like, you know, Vincent Company is only 31. And that is, that was shocking when I read that because he's been around for such a long time. But also he's, he is, you know, like the injuries are piling up and he's really not delivering. I, yeah. I didn't want to say that because I like him, but they've got a couple of players that I think they have to figure out what they're going to do. And I think, think Otamendi and Savaleta and company are like at the front of that. Well, there's an awful lot of them as well. You can talk about Del Fernandinho, you can Yaya Torre as well. So you've got the midfield and the central defence you've got to sort out as well there, haven't you? Um, 24 John games... Stone's flopped, doesn't he? So it's sort of difficult to sort of see where they go from there with their defence. But... It's only one season, I suppose, if you've mm. been kind to him. Yeah. Not that you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 24 games unbeaten from Manchester United. So, City are... Well, Liverpool are still in this as well. So, Liverpool are third on 66. And then... Uh, I can't read. Is it point behind, isn't it? Manchester City and the last Champions League place. Then Manchester United are on 60 points in fifth place. So, 24 games unbeaten from Manchester United. Um, City end the season away at Borough this weekend. And then home to Palace, Leicester, what? Uh, West Bromwich Albion and away at Watford. Uh, Manchester United a bit harder running. They've got Swansea at home, then Arsenal, Spurs and Southampton away for finishing with Palace at home. Hmm. They draw a lot, but they don't lose United, whereas City, you're not quite sure, are you? Yeah, it's a it's tough one. Yeah. And United, United have those players that are capable of... I, just, I think Rashford is so great. And under Herrera, sort of this... Like under when he's good, he's really good. Yeah, he had that header last night as well, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he's um, there's something there that I think on a different team he'd really be a star. Yeah, I think that that's definitely. I mean, I saw some people comparing him to Kante and saying that he was he's been better than Kante this season, which I think yeah, is a bit laughable. Those people but, maybe need to like you know check their bias. It, but I think Herrera <laughs> is a very very good player. <laughs> Those he's, people he, are sitting there in Manchester United, well, like jerseys and socks yeah. and you know tattoos. He, he's a very good player, but I think he, he's very—he's uh, not consistent enough. Anyway, apart from all that, all we really want to talk about is Mario and Flaney, don't we? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two yellow cards in nineteen seconds. Oh, you guys! So I have a, one of my two-year-olds in my preschool class. A lot. He he. When he gets angry he clenches his fist and he says I'm very very frustrated is it on the foot like, yeah I feel like Fellaini <laughs> had that moment like he just he should have he should have talked about his feelings and he he needed um he just needed to tell Martin Atkinson that he was very very frustrated because <laughs> this was just this was really ridiculous he wanted to kill the wabbit <laughs> with his big big hail <laughs> uh, well Jose Mourinho said that he came up against a very experienced and smart Argentinian player um Messi Aguero <laughs> <laughs> is obviously he's bought it really but at the same time Fellaini's given the referee a decision to make yeah if he doesn't put his head in then there's no decision 
Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And then he had to Why be let off by... Why do they use their heads? They don't use their heads because they use their heads. It was so dumb. Uh, you know what's going to happen. He has to be and he's left... done this before. Oh, loads of times. He is a walking like, what's car. What's that about? Why hasn't anybody helped him out with this? <clears throat> I don't know. He's just a, a calamity in all places, really. But it's still quite a lol to watch, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've always said that we like a bit of shithousery, and there's quite a lot of it this week, actually. Well, um, think, we'll come on to some more later, but like this was this was pretty good. We'll come on to some more in a bit. Well, Manchester United next, they're at home to Swansea. Um, obviously, Flayne is suspended. Foster Mensah, Smalling and Jones are injured. Um, Swansea have won on two out of their last four visits to Old Trafford. Rooney could be back playing in midfield. Uh, he's got two goals and four assists in six Premier League games versus Swansea. Um Swansea are oh, two points from safety. Um, can anyone see a sneaky draw in this for them? Oh, I'd love that. Oh, I would as well. I'd yeah. love, uh, everyone would, <laughs> love, everyone wants, would love Swansea to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. A Go little, on. Uh, you know, springtime miracle. Well, I want Hull to stay up, so I'll hope for a draw. Oh, I want Hull to stay up. What, what, do we need a draw for that? Uh, we do, ideally, yeah, and then Hull to win. Okay, so... So let's let's make it really exciting though two two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Man- Manchester City are away at Middlesbrough. Ryan, do you remember what happened when they last played um, a Premier League game with the Riverside? These two. No. Uh, it was the last game of. Um, or was the, it was the last game before uh, the um, Sheikh Mansour came along. Ooh. And it was eight one to. Uh, Middlesbrough in Sven Goran <gasps> Eriksson's last game. That should happen yeah. again. Oh, it should do. <laughs> yeah. Middlesbrough, who have barely scored anything this season, to but score they won. Eight goals. They won this time, so it'll be eight-one again. Yeah. yeah, they did. They beat the um, <laughs> they beat the paedophile ignoring woman protectors uh, threateners in midweek, didn't they? <laughs> they beat with thanks to Martin Darun goal. Uh, I think the goal was about the only thing that actually happened. So. Um, there's six points from safety with four games left and their running is uh, they've got this home game in City and then they're away at uh, Chelsea home to Southampton and away at Liverpool so oh, God. They, yeah they've got th- oh, they've got a win on the final day then haven't they that's just mean so, well it, just, just based on experience with Liverpool and teams at the bottom of the table <laughs> Uh, that listeners was all you will hear from Ryan for the rest of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Muted. <laughs> uh, yeah, got the Middlesbrough then. So they're twenty-seven points. They're six points from safety. Um, Hull's next four. Hull, well, Hull have got four games left. They got Southampton at home. Uh, Southampton away. Sunderland at home. Palace away. Spurs at home. Last game of the season. Um, they don't do well against bottom of the table teams either. No, and they've got a home game against Sunderland. That's the game that you'd really want, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one they can win 8-1. Yeah. Uh, and then Swansea got a bit of a tough couple of games. They're away at Manchester United. They're home to Everton, then Sunderland, and then finish off at home to West Brom. So I'm going to stick my neck out and say maybe Swansea are safe because they've got three home games. And Hull do struggle away, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Although, having yeah. said that, if these two teams put a bit of a run together, are Burnley and Leicester safe? Swansea on Leicester's going to be safe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leicester, uh, surely Leicester's safe by now, aren't they? Uh, the amount of results they've picked up recently. Well, Swansea are on 31 points in the last relegation. I know so. mathematically it's possible, but I, I think they're safe. 
Yeah. A win this weekend for Swansea means they're only three points behind Leicester. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'd like Swansea and Hull to stay up. Mm. I think they've both made... I mean, Swansea made a questionable decision with Bob Bradley and, and how long they left it or whatever, but I think both Swansea and Hull have both got two managers that they can stick with, and I think that, that's a good time. Marco Silva's done great things for Hull, and I think Clement's done good things for Swansea, so it'd be good to see both of them stay up. Yeah, okay. And I would be sad for Middlesbrough having, you know, just, just one season and, and two Uruguayans, <laughs> but I think, I think mathematically and with the I don't think that run enough. of games that you just, yeah, it's not possible. Well, they tried so long to come up, didn't they? they? They were so near and yet so far for so many years. Yeah, and the end of their season last season was so good. I mean, they were just phenomenal. Yeah. Well, speaking of phenomenal, Ryan, Chelsea yeah. 4, Southampton 2. Cracking game. Oh, it cost the second goal. So good. I watched it quite a few times on replay just because oh. the passing was just so <laughs> incredible. Did you it's think not, you were going to win, not... Ryan? Were you surprised? Um... <sighs> A little bit. I, when, when they scored the first quite early on, I thought, this is a good sign. And then Southampton equalised, and I thought, oh, it's going to be one of these, isn't it? Where, you know, exactly the same at the weekend, where we're going to keep scoring, we're going to keep conceding. But if we hadn't scored just before half-time, I think it would have been very, very nervy. I'm sure Conte gave them a good kick in at half-time, but mm-hmm. it was a tense one. I didn't think we were going to win until until we scored a third, and then they, I thought we'd be all right. They did push on a bit in that second half, didn't they? Yeah, I think yeah. when Costa scored, I think there's a bit of relief, not only for Costa in general because he's been on a bit of a barren run. I think him scoring gave everyone else a bit more sort of hope that we were going to just carry on and be all right. Well, no clean sheets in eleven Premier League games for you. You're four points ahead of um, Spurs. Is it in the bag? Not in the bag. Uh, I think this, you know, everyone said everything about last weekend and, and, and these couple of games because they were both sort of, you know tricky games um, this weekend's going to be the, the decider I think if if we beat um, Everton who have we got again Everton, Everton yeah so if we, that's going to be a tough one but you know Tottenham's game's tougher and I think with Arsenal winning in the FA Cup as well it's going to if Tottenham lose it's in the back no, if if <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, Eden Hazard has got to 15 goals this season. It's his best return in the Premier League era. Cesc Fabregas has got his 103rd assist. Uh, that makes him second highest assist maker in the Premier League ever behind... Do-do-do, anybody? Ryan Giggs. Oh, did you know that? I did. I saw the start the other day. Oh, for God's sake. Sorry. Should deliberate over that more. Should have been like, oh, yeah. could, be, could be this one. Oh, could, could be Ryan Giggs, Chris, couldn't it? <laughs> oh yeah you do struggle um, away at Everton don't you you've lost five out of your last seven Premier League games there plus was it? Is, did they thump you in the cup last season yeah that was the that was a, the Costa he didn't bite someone did he? he did something stupid oh we got sent off didn't he yes he did yeah oh we got sent off and then he sort of went well, to give him a big shocking biting players Jesse imagine that yeah I cannot imagine <laughs> such a thing Sometimes it happens because people are overwhelmed and, you know, they never... They just have a swelling coming out of their teeth. They stop! (laughs) (laughs) It'd be interesting with Lukaku, just because the the amount of rumours about him coming back to Chelsea... Never go back. Never go back, but, you know, how much loyalty would he have where he thinks, I need to bag loads of goals against Chelsea... 
Or if that actually stops them winning the league, does that make my position more untenable? I think Conte quite like it if he scored a few against him. I think he'd quite like that. Shows I don't think he'd lot. like it, but I think you know if he scored no, a few, but it, then it would, yeah. it would be a good indication. Yeah, the top if, player is. If he went soft on purpose, then yeah, I don't think he'd like that. Um, yeah. You won this five nil at the bridge, didn't you? Earlier in the season, you, he tried to match your three five two. Did Ronald Koeman and got absolutely stumped. Yes, I think we could do it again. Everton have been a lot better since that. Um, that was in the middle of the run where no one really knew what to do with Chelsea just because it was all quite fresh and everyone thought we need to copy their formation to, to counter the men in midfield. Yeah, and, and he got it, he got it wrong on the night, and Chelsea just came flying out. If we do that again, we should be fine. I think every single game is going to be tense now, just because one bad result could easily mean we're losing the league. What do you think, Jesse? Well, I would never say terrible things about, you know, somebody's team. That would just not be oh, nice. okay. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think there's no way you guys are not going to win this. With the trajectory that, that you've been on and with Conte and... I don't know. I can I, see a sneaky draw. It's a tough game. It's, it's, it's a very and tough game. I, I think it's a tough game, but I also think mentally Everton folds where Chelsea mm. doesn't. And I think that that's where the difference has been made. I mean, are they playing for anything? Are Everton sort of, uh, is it Europa League places? Or are they yeah, all they're only two points from yeah, Arsenal. But... Okay. I yeah, so, so, yeah, but I don't know. I just, I can't see... I may be surprised, but I I cannot see this going, not going Chelsea's way. Diego Costa always comes up against a bit of, he gets a bit feisty against Everton, doesn't he? Do you remember, it was obviously that sending off last season, and he kept having those coming together with Seamus Coleman, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And remember when he scored, he he scored and he ran past him and yelled in his face. (laughs) (laughs) I love seeing that. Because I think Carmen had done something a couple of minutes beforehand yeah. where he tried to like hold Costa up or he had a bit of go at Costa's ear and then Costa scored and he just ran up to him and was like, yeah, that's right, and then ran off. <laughs> Guess right, because Gary Neville was saying that Seamus Coleman should have given him a little punch in his ribs, shouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. I love it when players... Have you ever seen, I saw this at the Championship the other week on the um, Football on Five. I think it happened a couple of times when... Um, uh, a player sc- scored and then sort of yelled in the face of the goalkeeper that he just scored against. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate in meanness. Um, and Southampton there at home to Hull. So going back to Hull a little bit, um, Manolo Gabbiadini's back. He got an assist, didn't he? Um, but Hull got Nias back. He won that red card appeal, didn't he, after last weekend? Mm. Um, can we see anything for Hull? Oh, I mean, listen. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, the last 16 <laughs> Premier League games involved Southampton as an average of 3.4 goals. Yeah, they either score a lot or they concede a lot. They, they, they're never sort of <laughs> yeah. in the middle of it. They're never... It's never like a 3-3 or anything like that or a 2-2. It's mm. normally one way or the other. Yeah. Sorry, Jesse, I interrupted you there. No, I think that's the thing. Is like they, they're sort of all or nothing. And at this point... They have everything to play for. Mm. Um. So you're going to go for? You're going to go for Hull, are you? I I just 
sentimentally, yeah. You're feeling in your water. Yeah. Is that where it is? That's where that's where my feeling will be. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, the other night we had the Paul Dickoff derby. We had uh, Arsenal one, Leicester City nil. A Robert Huth own goal. The own, the own <laughs> goal itself was quite hilarious, wasn't it? That was. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been better for me if it had gone the other way, but I was just tickled that it happened because it was so funny. Okay, well, look, we'll talk about Sanchez and Christian Fuchs, shall we? Um, it was obvious that Sanchez wasn't hurt in the way that he suggested he might have oh. been, but it, Christian Fuchs was already on a yellow card. I thought he should have got another yellow card. He, at least. he definitely should have been booked for it. Yeah. Yeah. Why wasn't he? I kept waiting for a card. I think the referee just... Was maybe just couldn't believe what Sanchez was doing. I think he was, was too doing. busy trying to stop trying, you know, stop himself from laughing at Sanchez. I mean, <laughs> ha- have you seen Sanchez's Instagram post? No. Yes, he's and have put, you seen? He's put a picture of a, of a poor little cut on his lip. <gasps> oh, he, he says it's difficult injury and and classic Robert Huthie. Yes. We were talking about pre prod, pre prod, pre prod. That's work coming out there. Um, what do you do? Work? He, that's prodding. Oh God. Uh, he's he's put a response saying it's been a long week, but I think the rehabilitation's over, and it's a tiny little cut on his finger, and it's like the tiniest little graze on his finger. <laughs> All right, well, Christian Fuchs win this. So I just didn't either. They both should have been booked. Yes, it was it was classic sort of shit halfery. Yes, and they should have also been booked just for like tantruming and subsequent terrible acting because if you're going to if you're going to act and embellish do it well and like throw your arms up and roll around don't just flop i mean that's just not you're not going to win a tony for that i don't know what your version of the tonys are what award do you win what's a tony the broadway thing right yeah (laughs) i've got no idea you're asking us about culture Well, you know we are. <laughs> not, no one, no one on the West End is going to pick him up and put him in their their play based on that audition. It, it, it was very Rivaldo like oh, when yes. when he got the ball oh. kicked to him in the corner. He, he went out. It was very much like that. Wait, it was the thing is I've watched the replay several times and the delay between the ball hitting yes, him and him turning around and then him going, "Ooh, ow, that hurt." <laughs> Do you remember it when like, um... it wasn't even "Ooh, it hurt"? It was "Ooh." I'm going to fall on the ground now. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, AC Milan played at Celtic and that fan ran on the pitch and slapped Dida and then Dida chased after him and then decided to fall on the ground? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was ex- that's, that's what it reminded me of when I saw it for the first time. I'm um, really shocked that, th- that neither one has been fined post-match because they didn't get carded. It was just so stupid. It was so dumb. On both of their ends. Yeah. If, if the referee puts it in the report, the FA can't do anything about it because the referee's decided not to book them or something. But haven't we seen cases where the FA will decide that... We've seen it with Fellaini, that, you know, they'll tack on, like, a three-match ban or they'll... They'll, they'll add I mean, whatever I think if, if the red card's already been given, then, the, then they have the ability to add in more. But if... The tackle's gone in or whatever's happened and the referee said, I've seen it, I've acknowledged it, however, I've not carded them. Apparently, yeah. the FA can't overturn that decision well, no, they... it effectively makes the report useless. Yeah, they can, possibly. but they don't want to be seen to be overriding the referee. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. 
So next up for Leicester City, it's the Fulfield Derby as they play West Bromwich Albion, um, where they've won three out of their last four visits there, and West Brom have lost four out of their last seven games versus Leicester. Oh no, in total. So, although they're still managing to be eighth, where they are four points ahead of Southampton and fourteen behind Everton. So they're they're finishing eighth. Yeah, if Leicester win this, <laughs> if Leicester win this, they're safe, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and next up for Arsenal, it's the small matter of Jesse. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Nothing. Whatever. I'm not nervous. It <laughs> it's... doesn't matter. I'm not planning where I'm going to be at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Whatever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small matter of the North London derby because Spurs beat Crystal Palace one 0 thanks to that very nice um, oh. Christian Eric, not Sven Goran, uh, Christian Eriksen goal. <laughs> it was an Eriksen, but it was. <laughs> Yeah, um, Sony Goran. Seventy-eight minutes of pure bloody torture until that goal. Because you you were passing it round a lot. Because I was watching the game, and you, you, but you weren't really creating much from no. from what I remember. And it was I was sort of sitting there, like, please don't score, please don't score, please. Don't score. <laughs> and then uh, because I was watching it on a stream, my friend like messaged me, "What a goal by Ericsson. I was like, oh, <laughs> "It's currently nil nil, and Crystal Palace have the possession, so <laughs> I'm pretty behind." Um, it was, it was really a perfect, classic Christian Eriksen, you know, from far away, perfect bend, goal, and you could, his, his celebration was, I think, more relief than anything else. More than likely, yeah. Yeah. Although, Tottenham are in a bit of a difficult spot now, I mean, you know, they've got this whole thing, and, and the news today is that... They're going to have to play at their favourite ground, Wembley, <laughs> quite a lot next season. God. I, this, You'd think they'd pick a different stadium at this point, right? right? I would only, I mean, I'm speaking <laughs> for me here, but I feel like I'm speaking for some percentage of Spurs fans when I feel like we'd rather play at, I, I don't know, like whatever Cornish ground is closest to Chris's house. Oh, it's across the road. That'd be good. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Did you think Daniel Levy signing that contract going, this doesn't make any sense, why am I doing this? We keep losing. The New York Cosmos play at this ramshackle stadium in Brooklyn, and I would gladly see if I could hook them up here. And that makes more effing sense than playing at Wembley. Any other, like Brighton had that that contract to play three hours away from, from home for those couple of years. Can we not do that? Yeah, I don't think that was out of choice, though. It was not, but neither is Wembley. Oh, the only other choice would have been Twickenham, of course. That makes yes. more sense. Sign, it makes more sense. I agree, Ryan. It's terrible. Just, I just don't... If, if you, you know, lost a ground so much that wasn't home in it, just wasn't because of your bad form or anything like that, why would you want to keep going back there? It's also not conducive. Like, it doesn't... It... I'm, I'm having like a minor. I feel like I, I need IT therapy, right? Do, do you need a minute to like breathe I, and like I, go I, for it? Moment, I need to plug in and restart. Yeah. Um, it's not a ground that feels like home. It doesn't. We don't play well there. You know, it's not comfortable. It's it's not. It's too big, um, and I don't well, like it. And no. I want to stand my feet because it, it, the pitch <laughs> is bigger, right? So is yeah. it? Is, Originally, I think when they were talking about that match of the day, they were sort of saying they may have the ability to change the pitch size. 
for next yeah. season because they're, so they're doing 18 games there, which, if that's the case, would probably be better, but you're, Tottenham clearly can't play on a pitch that's a lot bigger than what they're used to. Right. I, I right. And how do you sign it. off on that before you know whether that's the case or not? Well, you... uh, yeah, just the whole thing just seems weird because what if you get to the FA Cup semi-final again next season? means you're playing at home in the semi-final, whereas the other team is playing away like you normally would. It, right. it just seems bizarre. Nothing to, makes sense about this to me. It really doesn't. The FA have screwed themselves up there, haven't they? Well, no, the Spurs have screwed themselves up, not the Spurs, FA. Well, yeah. 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 Still, Brian, massive lull <laughs> next season. Oh, yeah, it'll be great every week. <laughs> Jesse, you'll be on every week, like, saying how bad it is. Yeah, Great, I look guys. forward to your we'll relegation forward. battle next year. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I have to go. There are things that I have to do, like drinking. Uh, no, terrible. We will make it work because I don't know. We well, will. Look, give, give us a prediction for the uh, David Bentley no! derby. Then. Oh, the David Bentley derby, nice. Yeah, I nearly oh, said Derek, but that was somebody else. Did Bentley go and open a restaurant? Wasn't there some story? Did yes, he, he do did. Something? He lives in Spain. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has great hair, but Chris, whose hair is better? Mine. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. You give me a. Are you going to say another name or? That's a big question. Toby. Oh God, um... that bloody podcast of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I found that first. You can give a little plug at the end. The first one was fascinating. The second one was just like the inner wanderings of your really, I, mind. Well, I didn't know I was going to do it, so it was really just, you know. You catch me off guard, and the only thing I'm prepared to do is is tell you how much I love every member of the team. I, I just wasn't ready for anything else. I like his hair. They should form a band. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I turned into a twelve year old. You know when they yeah. sort of show a sort of a, a close up of Homer Simpson's head, and it's the monkey playing the cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was you in that podcast. Could be worse. <laughs> um, what will happen? I think we're going to lose. You think you're going to lose? Where is it? Yeah. It's at White Hot Lane, isn't it? Yeah, but... It, there, look, it's it's going to be a... It's going to be an echo of what happened at the end of last season. Oh, please, yes. Yeah, I love that. All of you. Great. <laughs> get, get me another Spurs fan, quickly. Yeah. Um, there's too much pressure. And and the pressure's on us. And yes, Arsenal have pressure, but it's not the same thing right now. And we don't, as I keep saying, I, I love this team, and I could you know, tell you 97 million reasons why that have nothing to do with hair, because that's the 98th reason, but we don't have depth. So if, I don't want to say when, because I don't want to jinx it that much, somebody gets injured or you know, something happens, we're absolutely totally screwed. Wow, I'm and when one of our players has an off day, which happens, we're not yet great at like stepping in to fix it. I don't love Vincent Jensen. He hasn't found his place yet in the team. Um, I don't know. I don't have good feelings. Are you telling me the thirty million pound star man Suzuko is not a great depth <laughs> player for your team? He might have other things on his mind this week as well. Quite taxing things on his mind. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah. Oh, oh. god, guys. Oh, we got the NYPD oh. outside. Oh, shit. The yeah, they're coming for Sokol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still very exciting, isn't it? The police? 
Yeah. Nothing happened in Cornwall? No. <laughs> I didn't notice when the sirens go by anymore. Do you know what? The, if you go to our local uh, newspaper website, there was a article today, um, a sheep that had got a bucket stuck on its head had gone missing and the police were looking for it. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to start saying this on every podcast, but if anybody wants to marry me for citizenship, I will take it. Because that just sounds so lovely and relaxing. Well, yeah, that's fine. My current marriage has been going on for 15 years. I'm quite happy to yeah, put no, that to Yeah, no, I don't want to mess with you and your wife. You, sound, you guys sound really happy together. <laughs> so anyone else, um, it's me and my dog. So you'll have to take both of us. Uh, but otherwise, you know. Ryan, it's not too late. It's great. <laughs> 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 it, it's worrying that you're like pimping yourself out to the listeners. Almost like, no, yeah, well, uh-huh. the listeners know what's going on in, in my country right now. So I feel like they'll understand. yeah. Where'd you rather be, Ryan? In a crappy New York or a crappy Northampton? Oh, that's tough. There's no Wixie Park in New York. That's true. <laughs> and we don't have chocolate frogs. No, you don't that's have Freddy's. That yeah. That's, you've just sealed right? the decision. I know. I, I need Freddy's in my life. Now everyone understands why I need to get out of here. You need Freddy's. Sheep, sheep with buckets on their heads and chocolate frogs. Honestly, it was the top bloody story. The only stories on my local web, <laughs> local newspaper website today was about traffic jams and accidents. <laughs> oh, people love traffic that, jams. If, if a sheep with a bucket on its head were driving the car that caused the accident, it wouldn't make it to my <laughs> local paper. Yeah, well, and this one, it was because the traffic jam was caused by a foreign lorry. Oh. Bloody foreign so lorry. It was for, I tell you what, they had a very upstay. They had a bit of a, you know, finger yeah, wag. Yeah, America hates lorry. foreigners too right now, so yeah. it's all right. We get it. Yeah, it's all happening over here too, see? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we'll come back to some Premier League games in a minute. Uh, oh, we'll take, we should cheer with the, um, the Coupe de France, shall we, Jesse? Did you see this? I didn't. What happened? PSG 5, Monaco 0, Edison Cavani. Oh, oh, I did see because of Edison Cavani, who got a new contract. Yay! Oh, did you like his goal? Yeah, it was uh, pretty good, guys. Are you going to tell me how great it was? Uh, Cross comes in and he lets it go between his legs and he sticks out his right leg and a cheeky little side foot back heel as it's gone behind his body into the far corner. I have to say I was a little worried it was going to, like, he was going to fall down because didn't it seem like he was going (laughs) to fall No, I I did see a great Cavani tweet the other day about his, his new contract. And it sort of said, I wonder if Cavani spurned several chances before he t- signed that new contract. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he gets a little klutzy, but when he makes it work, it's, it's beautiful. That goal was, was I great. I need to see that because that sounds amazing. It it, you amazing. should. You should have a look at the highlights because it was 5-0. Um, so you should have a look at the highlights. But He's I think, so to be fair, Monaco arrested an, uh, arrested an awful lot of players. So it was kind of like sort of kicking a blind man's stick watching PSG go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, German Cup Bayern Munich lost 3-2 at home to Borussia Dortmund um, oh. Penrol Palmeiras Jesse do you want to talk about that oh no alright <laughs> we'll leave that to you <laughs> um, so Penrol had a had a great first half a terrible second half and I feel like this is the Copa Libertadores wasn't it yes um, and then that's not what anybody's going to talk about because horribly and shamefully um, everyone, fans and players, got into uh, I don't even know what's called, a brawl? Yeah. Um, well, it was it was everyone versus Felipe Melo, wasn't it? 
Yeah. And so Felipe Melo said after the last match that a Benito player, he didn't say who, racially abused him, which there is zero excuse for ever, ever, ever. However, when (laughs) they went back and looked at all the video and audio from the match, um, they didn't find anything. When he said it had happened, they looked at that audio and it didn't happen. So, again, nobody should ever be racially anything, you know, profiled or abused, but nor should you lie about it or be Felipe Melo and taunt people or punch them. Um, if, however, you get taunted or punched, you sh- I feel like I'm talking to my preschoolers, you should not respond by punching them back and, like, attacking them. And this is... T- I, I'm so sad that this happened. We talked about this before. Or using the corner flag as a sword. It was... <laughs> It was embarrassing and shameful and horrible, and it's the only thing that people are going to talk about. And I feel like now, you know, it happened in this, like, incredible historic stadium, and I, and I feel like this is tainting Uruguayan football, and it's tainting South American football, and it's, it's like, this, like, horrible stain on, on a thing that, like, I love and, and should be a safe, like, exciting place to go and it's not anymore i recommend you google this ryan just to become he's equally outraged i, I tell you I'm, I'm just scrolling through all the news things and in one of it is the penarol fight after yeah. the yeah. you should watch that and long. be yeah all seven it's minutes awful. of it yeah it's absolutely they had to usher the palmeiras players into the the tunnel they and like cordon them off for safety it's a it's a really awful thing i watched it twice and i was outraged both times just bizarre it all just kicks off mm. damn yeah uh, weekend games coming up in Europe um, it's the Rome Derby on Sunday mm-hmm. lunchtime if you've got BT Sport Ryan Rome I do have BT win. Sport you do yeah Rome is going to win yeah okay. um, Rome are very spursy though I can see them <laughs> no, in, the, in the Rome Derby Rome is going to win <laughs> I I'm the section entitled Stuff I Nick from Other Podcasts. Um, did you <laughs> did you know that 32% of the current playing roster in Serie A were not born when Francesco Totti made his debut? Wait, oh how old does that make them? Uh, well, he made his debut in 94. So 32% oh. of all Serie A players weren't born when he started playing. God, that's terrible. Yeah. That's the bad thing. Um... That's an amazing statistic, isn't it? It's also Inter versus Napoli on Sunday night as well. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, well, Juventus was struggling for a little bit tonight against Atalanta, but they won, I think, 2-1, from what I was seeing. Um, it's the Catalan derby in Spain. Uh, Espanyol versus Barcelona, plus you've got Madrid versus Valencia. I think they're both level on points after last weekend's Clasico, but Madrid have got a game in hand. Um, that was a good little game, wasn't it? That classic, huh? Yeah, I feel like it's but, it's exciting now in Spain that things aren't as top heavy as they've been in recent years. Yeah. Oh, um oh, what did I see? Somebody has joined Tony Adams on their coaching staff. Me no it's not. So that'd really... be I tell you what, that'd be a scoop and a half. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to look this up. It's someone very, very random. I mean he he needs all the help he can get. But I don't think it's going to work for him there. It, how is is he lost three and three? 
He's oh, not done well. They've not scored, have they? They've not scored, no. It's all that dancing and training that I saw you Apparently, it's not gone that well. That was great. <laughs> it's all that um, rescuing of the bears he did. I, listen, as long as he's rescuing animals, I give him leave to stay there as long as he wants. Yeah. Want to get them relegated several yeah. times. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, oh, I can't see. I can't find a person. Um, also, coming up this weekend in France, it is uh, 3rd v 2nd as Nice take on PSG. Uh, nice are six points behind PSG, who got 80 points. Uh, they are level with Monaco, who play Toulouse at home. Um, so it's basically the only time they'll ever play Toulouse. Ha <laughs> um, <laughs> Completely unrehearsed that. <laughs> <laughs> Sat in front of the mirror early, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> little, yeah, I was holding a hairbrush as if I was singing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks like Monaco are going to go marching on. I think they played a very, very weakened side. Um, in the Coupe de France the other day. Yeah, and you have to wonder, like, the the emotional after-effects of the bombing. For Monaco? Have you got the helicopter out now? I was say, what is this? I know. Yeah, it actually is a helicopter. Is it like Narcos, <laughs> where you are? Are you just completely, like, you know, drowned out to all this? You're just like, oh, yeah, there's a helicopter. This is... Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't have realised. Every day. Out, but I see it now. See, if, it, if a helicopter came down in my area, I'd be like, oh my god, this is the biggest thing I've ever, this biggest news I've heard all year. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a regular occurrence in New York, I think. It's just, it yeah, is, helicopter. It, no, for real, it is. Oh my god. So what would it, he, because... <laughs> what would he be after? No, he's probably like, I don't know, getting news or, or. Just looking around. Right, probably. I don't know. Or Trump is bombing us. I, I, it's one or the other. You just can't discount anything. Yeah, but it's he's probably just filming like the traffic going yeah. to the tunnel. It's hard with the weather. It's raining four hundred <laughs> degrees down here. <laughs> hey, that's sort of how like I sounded when you guys did my voice. Uh, yeah, we did that. <laughs> uh, other Premier League games coming this weekend. Stoke at home to West Ham. Can we get excited about this one? Yes. Go on then. You get excited about it for us. I get excited every time there's a chance that Peter Crouch will score a goal. I cannot help it. The robot. It's just I, and I'm I'm excited that Peter Crouch is still playing. I love him. Uh, yes, I find it very. You can't really dislike him, can you? No. I, 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 no, Ryan, you can't dislike Peter Crouch. No, I don't. I, I, I was say, In fact, you should invite him to your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> just we we'll have to get new doors for it. Like, all the entrances, <laughs> he'll just like walk into them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stoke, where Stoke they are in 11th place. West Ham are in 14th. Um, Mark Hughes' next one in the Premier League will be his 150th. Hmm. The, the good thing about watching Stoke is you never know. Shakiri might just score something outrageous. Oh, yes, I do love Zerd and Shakiri. So good. I remember when oh, we said that Bayan left, but you know, Shakiri is still just ridiculous. Yeah, I remember when we were linked with him. And it was just, oh, it was when he was at Basel, and he went to he went to Bayern Munich instead of coming to us. No, it was when he was at Bayern Munich, and he went to Inter instead of us. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very annoying. Um, Stately West Ham. I'm going to go for a draw on this one. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Yeah. Um. 
Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Right, no Sacco, he's injured. Now, Joey Barton is suspended for this <laughs> and quite a few other things for Burnley for about the next 18 months or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he has been found guilty of betting, uh, which you're not allowed to do, uh, but also bets involving his teams. Is that right? When he, he, yeah, he bets on his own team yeah. to win. And then the, he loses anyway because he didn't play very well. Two things I got from this. Sure, First, he's the point. Yeah, two things I got from this. First of all, um, one is he's obviously got an, an addiction and a problem which he needs help with. So maybe punishing him and giving him a whole lot more spare time isn't the way forward. Um, <laughs> and second of all, uh, football's relationship with gambling in itself with the Premier League and several clubs sponsored by uh, or have betting partners. What What's the number? I saw something like, I think it was like seven clubs. Or it was 11, I think. Is it 11 have betting sponsors? Which, yeah. It, it's very hypocritical the FA be like, don't bet. I'm like, but you're encouraging. And then we've got yes. Ray Winston Ted telling us to bet Anytime as well. you, like, w- yeah. all of my streams are sponsored by betting companies. Yeah. Yeah, and as Christopher here, you know, you get uh, an actor's face telling you at half time what what to bet on. Yeah, and yeah. All, and all of the yeah. stadiums, like their their advertising panels, every often flash with betting things. Yeah, well, isn't one of the stadiums? Isn't it? Sta- is it? Which one's? Is there bet a bet six five? <laughs> stadium. Which? Yeah. So the whole thing. Maybe they. Maybe Joe Barton wasn't using the right betting site. Maybe that's what <laughs> the face problem really is. Yeah. But, so uh, eighteen months. Is a very very long time. It seems potentially a little bit too harsh. He shouldn't be doing it. But eighteen months seems very random. Is it because he want they want to cover this season and next? Could be career ending. He's thirty four. As I say, I don't really see him coming back to to play afterwards. Someone said he's got a lot of time to write his next book. Yeah, which so, is going to be about his his life. He's a big Right, he's done that. Yeah, he, 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 hasn't, he, hasn't done, he hasn't done it by when he played for Celtic. My family, Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's got a very checkered career, and he's been involved in a lot of things. And I don't know whether they've used that as a bit of a stick to beat him with, but I don't know. Punishing someone by taking away their livelihood is that the the best thing to do? I mean. Surely, if you're real, you need you need help than punishment. I think you guys are right. I think getting him help definitely. And I think that looking at the sort of endemic system behind the the, the league and and how much betting is promoted and and how much the league depends on it. I think six yeah. months would have, would have been a fairer sort of suspension, or six months of active competitions because obviously you can't really do six months because a lot of the Premier League you know the Premier League won't be on during the summer but maybe you say 10-15 games instead of 18 months so it's still a prolonged period of time but during that time he can still train he can still get help that he needs but he almost like it's they've cut his football off he should have just can't. called him a Negrito and got an eight game ban yes there you go yeah I mean oh, but, yeah. It, it's kind of like they stick their finger in the air and come up with these punishments sometimes, isn't it? Oh, the FA are so inconsistent with with everything they've done. Yeah. I mean, this season's been such a bizarre thing with with refereeing decisions, with sort of just the FA and how they handle each of those decisions. It, 
I just don't get who's running the place or what the... Yeah, it is, as you said, they're just like, oh, what have they done? Oh, we gave five games to this person last time. Uh, ten games for this person? Well, it's not relevant. Nah, ten games is fine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll compromise at eight. There you go. <laughs> uh, so how do you think we're going to get on with this game? Uh, Burnley have lost 13 out of 15 games in London. Crystal Palace have been playing quite well recently. I, I think they... They struggled a little bit against Tottenham, but I mean, I thought they played all right considering Zaha's looking very, very dangerous every time he picks up the ball. Yeah. Did we say Burnley so, are safe, Jesse? We did say Burnley are safe. I don't know. Is that mathematical? Like, are they definitely safe regardless of what happens? No, they're five points ahead of Swansea, who occupy the last mm-hmm. place with four games I left. I don't know. I, I also would give this one to Palace. Burnley yeah. could get dragged in very quickly. They yeah. could do. Mm hmm. They could do. I mean, they're, they're relying on that home form, aren't they? Which can only get yeah. you so far. So, you know, there's only a finite amount of points you can get from playing at home. From home games, yeah. yeah. I, I will not miss Sean Dyche's annoying voice if they do go down there. <laughs> <laughs> every time he comes on match today, I just like mute. Imagine him talking tenderly to his wife in the bedroom. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thanks for that image. Yeah, great. <laughs> Um, uh, Sunderland could go down this weekend good and I hope they never ever come back and they are playing Bournemouth um, there's a variety of different combinations so where are they they are on 33 games so 15 points is the most they can get so uh, most they can possibly get is 36 points so if they don't win uh, and Swansea win and Hull win then they're down or Hull get a point and Swansea win they're down I- I just hope this is like I, one yeah, of those SAT guess. questions where, like, if the train leaves the station, <laughs> at, um, then Hull will go down. I, yeah, I just, I always want Sunderland to lose. Yeah, I can't wait until it's confirmed that they're going down. I think. What will happen to their play? Like, you know, who? Well, there's only two real players that I think would would get a, a chance to play in, in a sort of fairly high team. It's Defoe, and it's probably Pickford. Yeah, I think Pickford I definitely will, will get a shot somewhere it. else. And Dong? Yeah. You know, the, 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 there's not many players in Sunderland that, that get people excited or anything like that. Defoe so has been... How old is Defoe now? 34. I'm trying to think where he'd go after this point. He's been playing... this. I mean, crazily, considering that he's 34 and that he's at Sunderland, he's... He's so good. He's still so good. I think maybe he would stay because he's there. Do you know what, as well, on a personal level, uh, you've got the Bradley-Larry factor because they both seem very, very close to each other, don't they? Yeah. Oh, because I would say otherwise I could see him going to the MLS. Well, no, you see, he seems to want to go out of his way to spend time with this boy, doesn't he? Which is very honourable and a very decent thing to do. So, I don't know. Maybe he would stay in and around the northeast. I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, I'm just, Sunderland is just such a horrendous club that <laughs> it, I, he needs to leave to, to keep his reputation. Yeah. Well, Josh King, Josh King, everyone's favourite name, Norwegian. Um, <laughs> I never knew he was Norwegian with a name like that, but apparently oh. he is. I've been watching too much of The Last Kingdom, Ryan, I think. That's probably what it is. No, have you, that's probably, yeah. I have you seen I that? No. Great. Um, he's scored 14 goals, uh, and only one Norwegian has ever got to 15 in a Premier League season, and that is... Do, 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 anybody? 
Zori Andre Flo? No. Zori no. Andre Flo? No. He was great. It was amazing. He was a really good player. He wasn't a prolific goal scorer, though, was he? He should have. I remember him scoring those adders. <laughs> Jesse, oh, your guess? Would... Oh, no. I'm trying to think through my Norwegians. I think, I think I know who it is, maybe now. Go on. I'm just double checking. Is it Solskjaer? What is? is. Bloody Tori uh... Andre Flo. <laughs> nice try. I, honestly, I love Tori Andre yeah. Flo. Do you know amazing. what? Winston Bogard isn't the highest scoring Dutchman in the Premier League either. No, well, listen. <laughs> Flo was a striker. He's good. If I ever do pieces of me, yeah, it, it'd be like Flo Hasselbank oh, on Zola. Oh, Tell Ali. Going. Tell Ali. You, he'll get you on there. Yeah, no, no, I think I've got to wait for Good Johnson to retire because I really want to put Good Johnson in my team, but he hasn't retired yet, even though he's like forty-two. Oh, I think. <laughs> I think man of the post. I think man of the post is still persona non grata after being Ross nominated, Mark Viduka and Kevin Gallagher. Well, yeah, as I said, the Kevin Gallon thing's probably, you know, broken everything. Paducah <laughs> was great. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good show, actually, Mark Paducah. I, like... I thought Mark Paducah was so good back in the day. This looks like Jamie Oliver, though. <laughs> you should go on there as well, Jesse. I to- I, my team would make, I would have two goalies and... That's fine, you, you know... wouldn't need a backup. <laughs> it would make no sense and I feel like Ryan I feel like I need Diego Lugano to retire and he's still kicking around in South America um, this is the problem there's so many players that I'd want to put in I, I do a quick google and I'm like they're like playing for some random team like, oh, yeah that's oh, the yeah. thing I'm like Lugano give it up already come on nobody needs you in the third division in El Salvador I'm so, I know you love the game but I, I need to do this you know hour long podcast Oh, yeah. Two years' time, Xabi Alonso, Buffon, Mascherano, and De Rossi will all be retired. My team will be completely different. Did you see that Xabi wants to manage the 2022 Qatar World Cup team? Yes. Come on. Oh, did you see Xabi Mascherano scored a goal this week? Yeah. He scored a penalty, didn't he? (laughs) Beautiful penalty. Rakitic wanted the penalty, and I think PK came up to him and said, no, no, no. Did you see Suarez's reaction to the penalty? No. Everybody, ha- hold on. You have to look, Google Suarez's reaction to Mascherano's goal. It is the best. I think the, the, best, the best reaction to a goal would have been at the weekend, Jesse. And did you see Katzuma when Matic scored? No. Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Katzuma's a bit of a kid anyway. And, and I don't want to like, you know, bring up bad memories for you. But when Matic scored against Tottenham that ridiculous goal it cut to like Kurt Zuma and he's like screaming oh my god and he's like freaking <laughs> out and like John Terry's behind him and you know everything's going mad John Terry's mum we've not talked about her in the podcast oh, yet oh isn't it good. no it's not it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a woman of the night that looks like her you've watched this repeatedly and double checked haven't you yeah I, I did the fact finding for you <laughs> well look we've got one more game to go Watford versus Liverpool this of course is the John Barnes derby uh, the greatest Liverpool player ever um Lallana's Dejan Lovren got a new contract yeah I'd still rather play John Barnes now than Dejan Lovren now what <laughs> <laughs> in defence <laughs> Honestly, he could just stand at the back and, well, he'd stand in midfield in the centre circle and just spray passes continuously. God, it would be fantastic to watch. Chris, are you still are living you, in the are past? You backing, <laughs> are you still backing Klopp? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, 
It's only been eighteen months, hasn't it? It's just I, that there are there are some who are uh, you know disillusioned. Yes. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yes, uh, he needs to be able to teach a team to defend. Uh, but first things first, who else are we going to get out there? Second of all, God, we're just so bloody lucky to have him. We really are. Um, I can't see why somebody would want you, to get you, rid of you'd him. You'd have no know. one else to get. He, yeah. Steven Gerrard would probably be a bloody manager. <laughs> God. Do you know what? There would be people, I'm sure there are Liverpool fans who would want Steven Gerrard ahead of... You, you know, know, Alex Pardew, I, I feel like is looking oh, for a job. God. <laughs> Steven Gerrard's going to be the under-18 manager. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, I did see something actually. Chris, did you know what what was yesterday the anniversary of? Yeah, you know, again Ryan is muted. Again Ryan is muted. Ah, oh, so you know what it is now. I remember exactly. Yes, because I don't. I don't. You don't really want to. I think it was Colin Render that tweeted me and told me he's a oh is that long time listener. Uh, yeah. Um, th- three years ago yesterday was the the uh, Stephen Jarrod slip where. Liverpool, you know, first to win in the title, they slipped in and scored. It was great. You know, Chris, now we've each had something mean said about our team. Oh. What did you say about Chelsea? Well, you said something about Cotter already, Jesse. So, you know, that, I, that's... I tweeted well, the other day. I tweeted the other day, say it very quietly, but I quite like this Chelsea team. I didn't see oh, that. You did you know? So quietly, <laughs> my Twitter didn't pick it up. No, I do, I do quite like them. There oh, quickly, go. move on to something else. I'm thumbs up at the screen, but you know. <laughs> uh, Troy Deeney uh, has scored against 41 opponents, but he's never scored against Liverpool. So, uh, Liverpool won 6-1 at Anfield earlier on in the season. Um, and Watford lost five out of the last six versus Liverpool. We need this win to get back on the Champions League track. I don't want to talk about this because it's just going to be so stressful. You, I think you'll be. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, you're. You're you, going to be fine. You, you make us guess. Yeah. Sorry. You make us guess, and Watford don't. Watford do really well against lower teams, and they don't do well against teams like Liverpool. Troy Deeney versus Dejan Lovren. Oh, God. <laughs> oh the thing is, when you just said Troy Deeney scored against forty-one people, he never scored against Liverpool. My first thought was Troy Deeney hat trick. <laughs> I don't know what. I just just the way you said it just led really well. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for a little while. Well. I, I think I think you'll be. I mean, Coutinho is playing really really well. Uh, I think Klopp obviously. Yeah, you need the win to to sort of keep your Champions League sort of drive going. I don't know if Klopp will let you lose it again. So mm. after so quick after the Palace loss, I think you'll probably be all right. I, I, it's going to be a tight game, but Watford have been a bit meh. Mm. So it's difficult, really. And where okay. where are you playing? Uh, it's a Vicarage Road. I think you guys will be fine. I really do. I think this might be a higher-scoring game, because that's what you tend to do. I don't want high-scoring games. But I, I was going to say, you'll bite your nails down to stuff. <laughs> Every time they get a free kick or a corner, you're just going to be thinking, ah, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, look, that brings us to the end of our little round-up. Um, and unless anyone's got any other business, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Ryan? Uh, I just wanted to. Did anyone see anything about Lee Trundle? No. What's he doing? Swansea City legend, mm-hmm. according to this post. Lee Trundle came out of retirement in August to sign for a Welsh Football League Two division side. Since then, he scored 45 goals in 26 games. Wow. It wasn't a bad player, actually. Including eight hat tricks, and he's helped them win promotion. God, that's like what? New Star Soccer. How old is yeah. he? 40. Ah! Amazing! 
Yeah, 45 goals, into, and one of them was an absolute screamer. Does he still look about 30? I don't know. <laughs> I remember him always looking That's really great. young. Jesse? Um, I found um, an MLS player who I just love because he has such a great story, but also his name is Baggio, Baggio Husidic, because he was named after Roberto Baggio. The ball landed in his back garden, his dad's back garden. Is that what it was? He he had a great ponytail. I don't know when he was born, but I I love that they gave him the first name Baggio. Oh, definitely. Um, any podcast you want to plug? Um, no, only the one where I where I talk so um, articulately and eloquently about my love for Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah, so, only that one. I prefer the other one, to be honest. <laughs> I was gonna say, that, that doesn't that doesn't invite me in to listen to it, really. I mean. Um yes, Ellis Palmer uh let me muddle through this weird case of third party ownership or not th- somehow third party ownership in a second division team in Uruguay and it's super fascinating and, and confusing. Um and I tried to make sense of that one and we are still talking Mexican soccer and MLS every week. Yeah, I mean, you're you're quite the one that was pretty good because it wasn't just about that team. You went into all sorts of detail about football in Uruguay, didn't you? I did. Yeah, he had some really great questions, and it's um, you know, it's some really footballing history. Thanks to you guys for for bringing it to us um, way back when. That's all. We we took it everywhere, didn't we? Yeah, it was a, it was a good gift got, to the world. And then you got better at it than us. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to take it away, but it was too late. Yeah, we would have well, seen. You, know, you, you brought us, you brought us football and uh, killed our natives, and so we needed to do something in return. Yeah, we should have just given you cricket. <laughs> you did that too. It just didn't take. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, oh, that's your loss. <laughs> I don't know about that. I oh, really not cricket man. No. <laughs> uh, well, look. Um, we are part of the World Football Index, which is worldfootballindex.com and at World Football Light. Now, over the next few weeks, uh, they will be launching a paid service. Now, you don't actually have to pay to um, uh, to keep listening to World Football Index. You will still get the free content that gets downloaded onto iTunes and to uh, Acast, if you're right. Um, but a few quid thrown our way will also help. So... Uh, you can pay £2 a month to uh, help contribute to our podcast hosting fees, website fees and other general running uh, of the pod. Buy Dave um, some coffee as well because he edits about 80 hours worth of podcasts a week. Um, you can pay £5 a month to become part of the World Football Index. Oh, these are dollars actually, sorry, not pounds. Uh, $5 a month to become part of the World Football Index community so you gain access to an exclusive private Facebook group. Uh, you can be a WFI insider. So you can chat to experts like Jesse, uh, free from the noise of other sort of uh, public oh, areas God, as well. that's not going to get anybody to want to. You can <laughs> chat with lots of other experts at well, don't worry. Yeah, we'll send you Manu. He's an expert at everything. Um, and you also can join the community list and you get a follow back on Twitter if WFI doesn't do it already. Uh, $10 a month will get you all the previous as well as uh, any questions you submit will be answered on your favourite WFI pod. Um and you'll also get access to uh, the Manager Press Conference audio. They're pretty good, actually, the Manager Press Conferences, post Premier League games. Um, and the final one is the £15 a month contribution, where you get all of the above, plus 
you receive a copy of a book of your choice from the World Football Index book list. Um, the book has to be in stock, unfortunately, so uh, pick your list, but they normally do. Uh, and if you look at that list, then um, you've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six. There's at least 12 books on this list. So uh, check that out at worldfootballindex.com, uh, at World Football Life if you want to ask them any questions on Twitter. Um, and I think it's the same for the Instagram account. Ryan, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? My handle is the Ryan Goodman. Jesse, if they want to follow you, uh, at Jesse Loesch. That's L O S E H. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, at Man of the Post is the both the Twitter account and the Instagram account from Man of the Post. Uh, you can tweet us any feedback there. Uh, if you want to write for us, then uh, you can email uh, Chris at manofthepost dot com. Uh, Ryan, how's your mental West Brom Chelsea FM thing uh, going? I tell you what. It, it's actually terrible. No, you don't say. Uh, no, no, just it's preseason was alright, and uh, just I, I tried it. I played Southampton in the first game, and we lost five nil. So safe to say, I'm back on the drawing board on that one. <laughs> Who thought that wouldn't work? Fair <laughs> enough. Right. Well, thank you ever so much, guys. Cheers. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thank you for coming on. And always remember to keep your man on the post.